DJ, drop a beat. Not another podcast. 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 Those people are the freaks, man. They're hookers, so it's fine. James. Meth is a hell of a drug. Okay, bitch, it's on. Price. You know what really grinds my gears? I bet they're Brazilianaires. Samantha. Get out now or sting, get weaved. When we're really <laughs> desperate, we put our hands underneath his balls. Big Jim. I know my way around a joke. Been shaving your own pubic hair for years? No, I've just been collecting it. I'm not weird. Danny. Don't want to sound like a dick or nothing. Had an expansive bookmark collection. What the hell is wrong with you people? Not another podcast. How are you, Jim? Oh, there he is. Ah, uh, Jim. Hello. A little adventure with Big Jim. That's right. I'm sorry I was late. I was making tea. Shameful. Oh, Shameful. I thought you were going to take us on a tour of your murder uh, basement. Oh, and we've no, had that only, tour before, though. You only get one of those. <laughs> the last one. You know what? You guys get started. I'm going to reset my internet. So I'll mm-hmm. be back in seven or eight minutes. <laughs> in two and two. Yes. So and two, and then one I'll, more. I'll be back. Bye. He says that. Really? He's like, Jim's here. We need. I need to step away. <laughs> Game off. Game off. Uh, I can take a hint eventually. <laughs> He's well, in Jim's the punch, murder basement. <laughs> oh, it's crap. Like, Jim's home? Uh, uh, I got to go. It's like Cube. Where you just sort of wake up there. Yeah. Yeah. Decent movie. I was surprised. Like, it's stupid fun. Oh, the well, that's first- what a movie's supposed to be is stupid fun, especially oh, yeah. that kind of movie. It was it was a little outrageous, a little crazy, but I, it came up on all these like walk culture horror lists and stuff like that. And I was like, what is this movie? So I finally got to watch it one night and I was like, oh, that's that was cool. I liked it. Uh, yeah, never seen it. Concept. Don't really have any desire to. Uh, it wasn't bad. It's not terrible, but it ain't great. Yeah. Honestly, I was misled as a kid. I thought it was like another Hellraiser movie. Mm. <laughs> I, was I can see how people would be confused by that. I was wrong. Very. <laughs> At first, I was upset. I a way, were you afraid? Were you petrified? In a in a way, Hank and I could never live without that movie by my side. Yeah. Could one make the argument that Cube was a precursor to say, like Squid Game? Yes. Well, but then you also have stuff like the Maze Runner, um, Hunger Games, um, Hunger Games. Thank you. That's what I was trying to think of. Uh, and then there's the uh, those newer ones that just came out, the um, Escape Room movies, mm-hmm. which are oh god, ugh, mm, not my jam. They're not good. <laughs> the concept is there, but it's just the the uh, oh yeah, the execution is terrible. I would say that's the problem with most of the movies that are out is like the concepts are so good and usually they're cast really well. It's just everything else. (laughs) The writing sucks, the directed, like the execution of the thing is entirely, the editing is weird and goofy and I don't know. There seems to be, you know, there seems to be like this growing trend of horror movies based on games because there was the truth or dare game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There was Would You Rather. There was Ready or Not. Gay Chicken. Squid Games. Squid Games. I think we could, Why don't we come up with a, a horror movie based on 
Scrabble, let's, the horror Let's movies. do Red Rover. Spell your own demise. <laughs> Red Rover would be kind of interesting. Well, I saw this one movie where it was, a, or maybe it's a series on Netflix about, there's like this like old like hay loft or like water tower thing that's like kind of falling apart. And the big deal is all the seniors, you know, they got to go across as like some kind of bullshit rite of passage. Uh based out of some small town, some, you know, some kind of weird, you know, uh, dead man's curve kind of a thing, but, you know, more, you know, water tower from that 70s show kind of a thing. Fair enough. Honestly, the movie I'm most looking forward to that's coming out, I think, in April. Um, I can't remember the actual name of it, but it's like a, it, it, I think it's like Vikings. And, uh, it's done by A24. It's directed by the same guy who did The Witch, so it'll be fairly historically accurate, but it'll be kind of, you know, Fucked Viking up. lore. And honestly, it looks fucking amazing, but the more I watched the trailer, the more I was like, oh my god, somebody played Assassin's Creed Valhalla. That's <laughs> awesome. A lot. Did you, um, did you see the movie Pathfinder? Uh-huh. No. Oh, dude. Do yourself a favor. Carl Urban is freaking phenomenal oh, that, that was a good one yeah pathfinder is fantastic yeah. hi bryce is that keith Hola. urbane's uh brother yes Totes. the the country music megastar keith urbane jim go <laughs> to the shame corner you know what you uh, did that's fine he's a grunge star what are you gonna do you know <laughs> He's the Chris Gaines of podcasting. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Oh, <laughs> hard, hard pass. But yeah, I think I think the the five of us or six when Travis rejoins us could come up with a great horror movie based on a childhood game. Well, I have a question though for you, and I, I don't know since that seems it. to be the four square. Oh, <laughs> the ball of death four extreme square. rules four square i like it now i have a genuine question for you guys though when you're in kind of a bummer mood what music do you listen to to kind of help pull you out uh sometimes i listen to music that kind of keeps me there for a second yeah i do too yeah me too uh, i listen I just... to something i can sing my heart out to that's like, fair. Like, like, um, normally I'll just put on it's some Celine Dion. God, was, yeah, I mean, really, that is it that weird whole, that that's that what I thought of too, Bryce? 90s top 40. Like, I'll Wherever listen to Britney Spears. I'll listen to Britney Spears, yeah. the Backstreet Boys, Spice Girls, like just really Backstreet nostalgic, Spice. uh, sh- like shit music that I can just, well, I don't think it's, I think it's fun. I think it's great, but, um, <laughs> uh, like just guilty pleasure music yeah, it was, yeah. yeah i don't obvious. i wouldn't even say guilty pleasure because i have no guilt in listening to any of it it's but um it's, it's everything that my boyfriend would have been like that shit <laughs> ah, ah. That's fair. he by admission was such a music snob <laughs> growing up so but yeah so anything like that 90s nostalgic that i can dance or just sing to um that's what i used to pull myself out i would argue that when we were all of us when we were kids were music snobs i mean we had our genre we liked and that was it i don't think we get out of that until past our 20s 
so hard and fast rules like rap is awesome and metal sucks and yeah vice versa. well for uh, for the girls of the 90s you were a backstreet boys girl or an NSYNC girl you did not mix the, the two. Ugh. <laughs> um, but I was a Backstreet Boys girl. And then it was really funny because I was talking to my friend, <laughs> Melissa, who uh, was very much an sync girl. And we're both were listening to it. I'm like, they sound the same. They are the same band. <laughs> so but like as a kid, it's like distinct. You know, when you're a young teenager, you're just like, this is my music. And it's us versus you, man. So that's oh, yeah. very clicky so back funny. In the day. It's so hilarious to think about it yeah. now. And like they were the same band. <laughs> They were not. Well, I mean, it's managed by the same guy. Yeah. And all, off. and all, especially when you're in junior high, too. high school, like music really defines who you are because yep. I mean, the people you hang out with listen to the same music you do. Uh, you know, everything you do is based around the music you like, or at least it was, I don't know now, but you yeah, know, I'll, no, I was just thinking about it today because I, I fell into a wee bit of a funk this morning for no particular reason and i was like fuck so i threw my ipod on shuffle and a fucking tracy lawrence song came across and i was like you know what today's a country kind of day fuck it so i marathoned me some good old school fucking 90s country and again it was one of those things where much like with you guys growing up you know i i was in with the metal group but my first music love in elementary school was country and going to middle school, I went more hard rock, you know, the Ozzy Osbourne, Megadeth, Metallica, stuff like that. And so I kind of fell away from it, but I never disliked it. Yeah. I just kind of fell away from it. And honestly, for me, I was never really that clicky in the respects that my brother listened to rap. My sister was pop and I was just kind of in the middle you know i had the metal love i had the country love rap pop i still will jam some fucking mcdonna and go to mcdonna so good you can't just thank god i wasn't the only one to catch that that's a farm-based music she's a good lass she's a good lass she writes a very catchy song but yeah for she, some reason didn't she have that song Mc, material girl yeah. material girl it's all about them happy meals bro that's the thing you you make one slight slip of the tongue and your friends <laughs> oh we're on it kick your dick in the face essentially <laughs> i was like a big a fan of that song Lucky it's okay that jim's just happy it wasn't him this time <laughs> well show ain't over yet I mean, and the foot always just needs to just cock back a little bit to get another flick on the <laughs> flick on the pecker. But yeah, I was curious what kind of music you guys jam out to when you're in kind of a funk. Uh, it's funny. You I'm sending that. a I, couple. I just uh, found my uh, a CD. Actually, I dislodged it from a broken CD player. Um, and it was stained circles, I believe. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Or uh, break the circle. Break, thank you. Or so, yeah, breaking the that, cycle. Yeah, break the Fuck cycle. Break the cycle. Yeah, that CD Lots is of a jam. Great songs on there. Um, and yeah, it's. I was listening to it, and it's a little. It's a little cheesy. It's a lot cheesy. Oh yeah, Aaron, Aaron Lewis is. I'm sure I could. You can feel the other musicians in the band. Like, could we maybe make something just like 
angry but not like sad angry like you know <laughs> mud shovel that was good like people liked mud shovel can we do oh, more like that me. you know no we're gonna do all about like you know your girlfriend left and your dad died and you're just going through a rough patch it's like we got three albums of this man how many more songs can we do a cover dude they got do- uh, break the cycle had freaking for you that was a heavy freaking song oh yeah and they're, that opening all, track too. open your eyes heavy. yeah Open Your Eyes was fantastic. Oh, dude, there's some great That's songs brutal. on that yeah. shit. But again, but honestly, yeah, you're right. I mean, that that album's, there's a lot of melancholy hidden in the heaviness. But yeah, both For You and Open Your Eyes are really big fucking middle finger songs. I wish, yeah. I wish that album had more of that. But yeah. Honestly, I really liked somewhere. staying all the way through 14 Shades of Grey. I really dug them all the way through that album. And it was like, I remember uh, Dysfunction, the song that was always my jam was Home. And then later on, as I became an adult, it became uh, the song Me. Dude, I fucking love that song. I don't know what it is. It it was just fucking, it hit me at the right part of my life. When I was younger, I was like, eh, that song's okay. But as an adult, I'm like, fuck yeah, dude, that song is a banger. <laughs> I'm just Aaron, looking through my Pandora right now and just looking yeah, at my playlist. My and I'm like, huh. So I do have a playlist that I, I play often that's really like gets me like up and like going. And it's my girl power put some playlist. On there. So it's all all like these like women, badass, like power, like girl power music so it's a lot of pop but that's fine <laughs> travis what's your get out of bummer music uh, i don't have one i've got to find the like the right wavelength you know it's there is no like go-to it's i will sit there and go through it until i'm like oh this is it oh this is this is exactly the thing i need right now but i don't have like a oh i'm down i better grab the tool cd <laughs> or whatever you know so that works too there's yeah, always okay. a uh a feeling that goes as is associated with whatever it is that's getting you down and that usually determines what you listen to yeah i'm not gonna <laughs> lie i've had days where black metal is the only thing that pulls me out of my funk like i'll listen well, to like that some old school mayhem i'll listen to some demi board year thank you bryce um and yeah, sometimes that'll just be the right kick where it's like, I want aggression beyond aggression. Let, let, let's a, throw down some black metal. Here we go. It, it drives Ryan nuts when I'm driving because I control the music in the car when I'm driving and, you know, whatever, because I can control everything from my steering wheel and I'll just hit next, next, next. And he's like, will you just pick a song? I'm like, my ears will know it when I hear so Travis. I remind me yeah. that my ears know it when I hear it. Yep. I don't want to listen to this. It's this. And then once you hear it, like your brain is just like, all right, this is it. This is what we're listening to. Game <laughs> and on. He's like, just play the song. And I'm like, I will play it. I know it when I'll hear it. I could tell I you I, one that I had for far too long. And it was pointed out embarrassingly, I think at least twice, maybe three uh, times. Uh, Pearl Jam, uh, either versus Vitology or um 10 like like the first three or four albums uh but specifically i think it was um verses is that the second one yeah travis is just saying wow we're best friends now in his head well i mean once once you get to no code it kind of drops off a cliff 
Don't you start with me. Don't you get, yeah. don't you get the feels up. No. We'll have a, we'll so, have a, get we'll him! Dude, Eddie, Eddie, I don't know what the fuck he's saying, but whatever language it is, it's like the, the, the voice of my feelings. And so the tenuous truce between Travis and Big Jim comes to an end. <laughs> I said it used to be. I, I will have the old you know, It's kind of been burned out. Now I hear it. And it's like a, it's more cringy than anything else. I have grown out of it. Ooh. See, personally, I if I get in that mood, I think I, I prefer music that kind of enhances it. Like I, I've always been able to come out of it naturally, but the music, I, and we've talked about this before. Music is, is so universal that I think when you, like Samantha said, your brain just knows the song it needs or the, you know, the, the tone it needs. So for, for myself, like I'll find music that kind of enhances the mood, if that makes sense. No, I get you. And then Go it just the far I, extreme. Yeah, and then it just it naturally you come out of it. It's you how know. you process it. It's yeah. how you process it, and 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 you have to embrace it in order to get through it. The longer you you fight against it, the longer you try and compartmentalize it or shove it into a drawer or shove it into a bottle. Mm-hmm. or you know like i used to or uh whatever negative uh reinforcer that you would go to you can only do so much until you really get to the the real crooks of it and if you do kind of embrace it and kind of let it let the funk kind of hang out you know maybe dig into why it's coming out there or maybe just kind of let it be and then it passes you know like some bad thai food you know you lose a couple pounds maybe and then you move on with your life and I think the music kind of helps you process, you know, oh, yeah. it, whatever, whatever you're going through the, the music, you know, at, at least for me, like if I, if I'm, you know, kind of in a funk, I'll, I'll listen to some, some music that kind of, you know, maybe people would listen to and go, what, why are you listening to that? It's, it's making you more depressed, but in truth, it's, it's actually helping me to, to process and work through whatever it is that's, totally causing that funk i think at some point it becomes cathartic because i mean there have been times when i've listened to like tom waits when i've been bummed out and if you guys don't know tom waits i mean you don't listen to tom waits you're like you know what today's great you know what we need little weights throw little weights on uh yeah yeah. the weights and then listen to some weights well what's funny is it's like today my ipod literally went from um the Serpentine Offering, Demi Borgir, to George Strait, check yes or no. And it was like, that gave me a giggle because they're so diametrically opposed. (laughs) And it's just like, fuck yeah, I'm in for this. Hell yeah. Check yes or no. I think also, too, like, if if you're in a a dark mood and and you try and put on something happy to, like, get yourself out of it, I, I think it's actually worse for you. I was just depends. enjoying Danny's moment. Yeah. And it was a good moment too, because again, I looked over and my coworker was just giving me this look of. Def- oh, sorry. You know. <laughs> I'm, I'm jamming. I'm jamming. Don't judge. Don't I did. Judge. Yeah. When, when I was working at um, 
this other place and uh, we had this like stand-up station and it was modeled you know where because we did all the testing for stuff and you know, I'm not going to say the company or anything but like so we had this stand-up station and I was working there for the day and like I will dance I got my headphones in and I'm just like counting shit I'm like da 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 doing my thing <laughs> people yep. just walk around I don't care I'm having a good time <laughs> some bitty bitty bomb bomb from Selena comes on and bro it's on it's like well, you can't help when Selena comes on not to. Fuck real, dude. That's my jam. I mean, there's just something hips. in her music that just goes right to your hips and your ass. And you Is just it gotta... weird that that's my house cleaning music? Well, it's, it's, it's a little racist, but no, it's not weird. Does anyone clean in like total silence? Who Does any, oh. any of you do oh. chores in like total silence? Ew. No, Metallica. Mm. Classic oh. Metallica. If I'm cleaning, if I'm doing a deep clean, I'm okay. talking... I'm talking uh, uh, metal up your ass, um, fucking ride the lightning, um, uh, everything up until um, injustice for all. Just all right, all. I, feel like I, feel, I feel validated. I feel validated. No, if I'm doing a deep clean, it's it's Slayer all the way because I'm I'm gonna aggressively clean. Because <laughs> like just rubbing pots like, and pans, like right? that, like the dirt owes me money. Okay. Ryan was cleaning the kitchen and it's perfectly silent in there and I'm like what are you wrong. doing he doesn't even have have headphones in and I was just like really weirded out I'm like why don't you have, and or like he'll be upstairs now, but I'll be cleaning down here. pack your shit right you gotta leave <laughs> I'm like you Drop gotta go ball. buddy but <laughs> he's slowly getting used to it because we were doing dishes together last week and I was like I'm turning on some fucking music I don't know what you're doing you crazy psychopath <laughs> so you can listen to it or get the fuck out who else cleans with no music? Dexter. Guys, okay. remember, <laughs> please remember, he is a ginger. Oh, oh whoa. I mean, <laughs> real quick, though. Just I'm not going to say it, but. We, before we tangent off into like our, our all mutual hatred of certain follicles. I love my ginger, so that's fine. Um, <laughs> as Which is as so ginger. weird, because when I first met you. <laughs> well, that guy was an asshole. <laughs> as much as james and i joke around about it um i i fell in love really i found a new love of metal and appreciation when i discovered sabotage and i thought that it was this weird little band that you know no one else really knew about but when james uh started rattling off you know all this you know sabotage trivia and album titles and shit like that i was like Dude, like you are, you were also in the ship that crash landed here. Thank God we found each other. You know, what's really funny is you guys That's talk about a lot of these bands. For life. <laughs> you guys talk about a lot of these bands and I did not, I mean, I grew up with like heavy metal and stuff like that. We listened to Metallica, Slayer, you know, Pantera, stuff like that. So I grew up with that, but I never crossed into the metal because uh, I just didn't have access to it. I grew up in like a really um, suburban area. So Fine like, or metal. Uh, you know, I was going to say, what's, what's, what, what, why is Slayer and Metallica not, not no, uh, well, I guess I never classified it as metal because I didn't you guys know get off any better. Dick? No, so, like, dude, to me, growing up, question. I always just consider that hard rock because that's what it was all just lumped in as. 
So, oh, shut up. Right. Fuck you. But anyway, so. I just scared me. No, 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 no. Sorry, Samantha. I just, I was laughing at their looks. Now, hold up. Okay, so here's my, the point is when, because Ryan introduced me to a lot of new music, like a lot. And a lot of bands that I've come to to like um, a lot, like, um Ailstorm, oh my gosh, I love them. Um, Ailstorm, Sabaton, Blind Guardian, um, Nightwish, Corp uh, Kalani. So, like, lots of bands that he introduced me to. So, if you, when you guys meet him at some point, you'll all probably be, you'll probably like him more than me because he knows all the bands you guys do. And I'm That's like, debatable. I'm gonna lose all my friends because Ryan's gonna take him from me. <laughs> well, no, we add, we never subtract voluntarily. <laughs> We only add. <laughs> Dude, no lies. Slayer legit terrified me as a kid when I heard, it was a dead skin mask? Only because of the fan kid, base. <laughs> with a little kid screaming in the fucking like, closet or whatever. Uh, was it dead skin mask or it might be another? It's from the, yeah, it's it's dead from, skin mask. Yeah. Yeah. And like dance with it. And then knowing the background about Ed Gein and all that other shit, I'm just like, Yo, these guys, this is fucking like I turned the, the fucking, you know, the tape recorder boombox off because I was like, this is this is scary shit. I should so I have fucking- I have since we're on the subject, I have two Slayer stories that I think I've told you guys individually, but I don't think I've ever shared on the, the show. I didn't know you liked hard rock. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I can't even be mad. I'd do the same thing. Jim, Jim won't be on the next show because Samantha's going to kill him. I have murdered him. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, if you don't really know a lot about different genres and subgenres and you're not sort of exposed to the nuances between them, you just lump them together into the bigger groups. So no, that's, that's what fair. I did. I had Ozzy Osbourne lumped in with Metallica and Megadeth for years. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Godfather of metal. But when you listen to the two, it's very, very different. Like- different mainstream metal versus like yes subject subsects yep. or whatever you know I the, was... glam, the glam metal the fucking you know because there's some that that quantified um uh fuck like um jesus Christ, like and honestly metal has more subgenres than any other type of music i think it's up yeah. there it's definitely up there Nowadays, shit is so fucking intertwined and it's, you know, it's all kind of in the same meat grinder. But so going around, yeah, occasionally you'll come across something that'll, you know, flip your lid. So out of curiosity, do you guys have a band that you're fairly confident nobody in this chat knows about that is metal? Metal? Mm Mm-hmm. Probably not because I tell you guys about every awesome thing I find. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. And again, I was going to use Bloodywood, but it's like, no, Bryce knows about Bloodywood. So does yep. James because I force fed at least James. Didn't I, oh, didn't I send them to I you? I don't know that they're metal. No, no. No? I found okay. them a long time ago, back when Tuduk Tuduk came out, and it was just yep, the weirdest That's, that's where I heard them from, and I then I started listening to some of their stuff. Oh, I fucking love them, and I can't wait for their album to come out. It's going to be so good. Let me open but, my Spotify and see if I can find sure. anything. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not sure that I can send a link uh, to the YouTube uh, page uh, or pages I should, or ch- channel, I guess. But um, I discovered I for whatever I've always loved the soundtrack to uh, the, the original NES game Mega Man Two. Yes, I, uh, I played it so fucking I loved much. Mega Man. 
that music was ingrained in my skull. It was the one I didn't have access to Mega Man one at the blockbuster that I rented my games from. <laughs> so I had Mega Man two, which in my opinion, far superior to most of the, uh, the Mega Man games for, for that console. But anyway, I loved it so much. The one day I just decided, I'm like, I wonder if anybody remixed it and lo and befuck hold, I came across this uh, either it's one guy or a band or what, but he did all the Mega Man games through like Mega Man 10, remixed all the music, metalized it, but then pairs that with a playthrough of the game. So nice, as you're watching nice. the game get beat from beginning to end, you're getting this fucking just masterful symphony of your favorite NES games. He's done a couple other ones. He did Contra and Castlevania, which also have a signature uh, um, soundtracks. But for my money, Mega Man 2, hands down, has just got the catchiest, the fucking get you pumped and ready to run through a brick wall with your, your hand blaster, shoot Mentos out. Fuck, I'll send that shit right now. God damn it. I'm all pumped up. <laughs> Someone's not going to bed for a while. <laughs> Uh, I got so many. Yeah, I'm with you, Bryce. Like every time I hear something, I just I just send it to you guys, (laughs) whether you're going to like it or not. I'm like, hey, this is cool. Um, But my a friend of mine did send me someone I hadn't listened to her in a while. I actually had to text him and be like, oh, shit, because I lost the channel that he sent me. Um, I'll share it with you guys right now. But it is a lingua ignota and the album is called Caligula. Oh, hello. And it's like this really deep rich um very like melancholy type of music that it's just like it's it's kind of intense and i was really i remember liking the first couple songs i heard but i had not listened to the full album yet but that was a new one to me insomnium is one that i don't know if i've shared with you guys but they're fucking awesome insomnium okay i'll have to look at that and then bro I'll yeah, send. Uh, let's see. Bro. Something and then else. Poppy, that, uh, I love her. There's a lot of controversy that, around her, but uh, I've discovered on YouTube another channel that is just great for if you just want to go for a walk and just meditate, not really have anything that to focus on or distract you. Um, it, the channel's called LoFi. L O F I, and oh. my personal sub channel on that network or whatever the fuck it is um is the cowboy bebop themed uh lo-fi channel so it's not me it's similar uh music to the show interspersed with kind of remixes with uh clips from the show kind of spliced in uh just to keep it spicy but um it's definitely one that i enjoy if i'm getting up for the day and i don't want something like i don't have the energy to get up and and just like put on my rock boots and just like kick the doors <laughs> in like let's do this thing I got my coffee I'm ready to go some mornings it's like okay we need a slow gradual walk to the car because we're just <laughs> we're, we're holding it together here with like duct tape and hope but there. yeah so I just this? yeah you got one that is just you think is unknown by us in metal no. I'm well, sitting here quiet. I'll, I'll I'm sitting here going, don't let the exterior fool you. I am the least metal of all of us here. <laughs> Plain and simple. 
Danny and, and James can probably attest to that. So yes, yes we can. Yeah. I'm like 10 CC and bread, man. <laughs> Why a shade of pale Damn. bitches. Come this on. This is going to be, this is going to be a funny one. Well, again, I think I introduced James to Ninja Sex Party as well as Travis, and I fucking love those guys. They're, Travis summed it up the best. He goes, this was the Chicago I always wanted to hear. Yep. <laughs> it was just like, yeah, you know he's what? Got that, he's that got tracks. that Peter Cetera sound down perfectly. <laughs> 25 or go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> fucking glorious. Well, and I figured you just like the, them because they have a song named after you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'm not going to lie. That was my introduction to them. And then everything I found after that was just like, oh, my God, this is like nerd metal meets techno. James, I think mixed is, with boner jokes. I'm in. <laughs> James is hands down the single most knowledgeable man woman carbon based life form that can communicate on this Dang. wavelength that about <laughs> metal like he is an encyclopedia of like i'm sure he it's essentially like he's forgotten more about metal than i'm sure i'll ever really kind of know whatever that muscle is that most dudes do sports stats with he yes. used that same muscle for metal redirected yes. <laughs> yep. that muscle fair. is strong that's fair because I had no muscles for sports, so we know. <laughs> Throwing the ball. At <laughs> I actually, I just threw up a couple links for you guys. So um, the one that I just discovered recently and, and have been enjoying, uh, and I was surprised to find out that they had as many albums as they did, uh, is a band from Mexico uh, called The Warning. It's Three Sisters. Oh, yes. They're fucking amazing. I cannot get enough of their song Choke. Um, okay. which I think was mistitled, but whatever. Yeah. Um, there is a drum fill near the end that is, and Danny, I was actually going to talk to you about it this weekend. Um, there's a drum fill at the end that's just, I mean, it's its its a pretty basic fill, but it's just so perfect. <laughs> it's perfectly timed, like everything about it. Dude, those uh, girls are phenomenal. And I yeah. think most of them... Yeah, I think their notoriety came in 2006 or something like that. And they did a cover of Enter Sandman. No, it was 2012. Was it? Oh, yeah. So it it was a while back. But yeah, they were, I think the eldest one at the time was maybe 12 or... She was 14. 14, that's it. She's like 21 now. Yeah. And it's one of those Uh, things where it's like they did such a great job that on Metallica's uh, Black Album reissue, they actually got the first cover of Enter Sandman. But that cover is so far away. It's so different. They they teamed up with some other Mexican singer and she does like the first verse. Um, Yeah, it's it's so good. But I just found out that they're starting a U.S. tour and they're going they're going up to Washington, but they're not coming here to Portland. I was so pissed. Um, But the other one that I threw up um, is entirely instrumental and it's just one guy uh, and the band is called Shades of Black. And it's some really dark Danny and Bryce, I think, would have a real strong appreciation for this guy. I mean, it's. 
it's dark, dark stuff. Where do you think that would stack up against, say, like on the Volvo dump truck meter? Like, <laughs> it'd be a Peterbilt. Um, yeah. Respectable, respectable. Solid truck. Right. Solid truck. Reliable. Not very uh, comfortable, but reliable. I sent two Also, thank you for bringing up Volvo dump truck, you ass. <laughs> Dude, I sent two diametrically so... different songs from the same artist. In respect. <laughs> you can tell by you the titles. What? You know yes, what, Jim? you can. <laughs> Viva la dump truck. I feel oh, bad. I don't think Travis moment. is in our group chat, and we're just like, I'm not. No, links okay. and links and links and links of all the music. <laughs> Um, I'm going to have to put like all of these links onto our Facebook at some point and be yeah. like, this is all the music we've been talking about today. So it's just going to be a list. We of should links. just make playlists. That yeah. one person. Yeah, I wonder if I can make my playlist. That's a good idea. Um, so I'm really happy, James, that you brought up that band, The Warning, just because I've been really thirsty for really um, hardcore women oh, dude. in these. In, in like, I've Oh, been my God. It's so hard to I've, find good like. I've been trying to find, yeah. Have, um, oh, no, yeah. it's not. Ginger. Yeah, but, like, no. women-led is what I've really been wanting. Um, like, um, I discovered in, in this moment, and that's the last one I just sent, the song Big Bad Wolf, and I've been really enjoying gonna, them I got right now. And um, Here's another I've really one for been you loving this mix of pop and heavy metal like like someone like poppy and there's a couple others, and I'm, I'm blanking on names, but this mix of that pop heavy metal, it has really just itched a spot that i just didn't know i need scratched and i was Damn like oh. ginger J I heard of them yes. oh no i love ginger yeah, they're yeah. fucking heavy oh, yeah. yes i love ginger okay this is thank gonna you. piss dan off i can't stand <laughs> in this moment really oh, i can't you, fucking stand him no fuck you <laughs> she's not a good singer no i would I she's think an back. amazing she's not a good singer. heavy metal singer she's a great singer but uh, she doesn't actually sing because there's well, but, a couple songs where she's actually yeah. done some like singing parts and they're fucking phenomenal. But then she gets into the that heavy metal growl part of it. And for me, that's just something I cannot stand from and her. Her voice just doesn't work. You know what, me. Bryce? That's the same reason I don't like Ginger. I think that vocalist yeah. is an amazing singer. But when she does that heavy metal growl, I'm yep. out. I'm it's like nails on a chalkboard. Yeah. Pisces right. is the best song that they have. Daddy and daddy and mommy stop fighting. <laughs> Uh, Samantha, <laughs> check it's out the band. They're wrong. It's Samantha, fun. check out the band Liliac. It's a it's yeah. another family band, but the the lead singer is she is like a heavy metal Janis Joplin. <laughs> That's she cool. is so amazing. All right, I got them up on my YouTube's. Cool. Okay, so Lauren Babic is another one that you might like. She does a lot of uh, vocals on cover songs, but you she's she's pretty fucking awesome. Violet Orlando. What was that name? A great covers. Lauren Babic. B A B I C. Cool. I have a, a question to pose to the quorum. Uh, what is something oh, that I heard Liliac. Uh, we discovered when we were kind of exploring our musical tastes for the first time? And, you know, it really just kind of blew our socks up. Maybe it's not our all-time favorite is genre or the most listened to genre but it was the first time where you listen to something if uh to give a, a comparison the in the movie detroit rock city when they uh they hear kiss for the first time they're all just like what the fuck is this 
right? And this 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 primal part of their their brain Bellicor. gets activated. That's easy for me. Yeah, Bellicor was fucking. It was kind of my bigger introduction into like um, melodic death metal or melodic metal, and that just that band just fucking grabbed me and pulled me in. Okay, all right, fair play. Fate's warning. Fate's Which warning. one? Fate's warning. Fate's the warning. song. Um, Point of view. Um, they were doing stuff with guitars that I had never heard before. Um, All right. It, I can I can liken it now to, I would say early Queensrÿche. Um, but they were so far above and away from what Queensrÿche started doing. Um, and Ray Alder's voice is not to be believed it is so powerful and he is over the years he's not lost it um which is amazing they just put out another album this past year that's freaking phenomenal um but yeah uh, and it's unfortunate too because they did lose their second guitar player so they haven't they've kind of gone away from that sound that i really like but the sound they have now is still i still like it but yeah, the the entire Parallels album is phenomenal. And I have a second one when you guys are done. You know, the only band I'm ever going to really say like completely blew me away to the point where I not Pantera. only had to go out and buy the album, but I probably <laughs> added about 70 or 80 views to their YouTube page in a single day, um, was Apocalypse Orchestra. The first time I heard in the Gardens of Earthly Delights and Pleasures, it was like, I, I started listening to it on a whim and the video was kind of silly, but they brought in the hurdy-gurdy, the bagpipes, the slow doom metal drumming style. And then the vocalist kicks in like a druidic monk singing about plague era shit. And I was like, oh my God. And you have heavy metal guitars on this? Fuck! That's brilliant. That's everything I ever wanted. And so I will say that that's probably one of the very few bands that ever kind of make me take a step back and go, holy fuck. I, I, uh, wow. Jim, I'm actually surprised you. I had listened to just about everything. And, you know, I had always wanted a certain sound out of my metal and fuck if they didn't provide it in spades. And it was like, this is the type of music I wanted to make. This is the type of music I wish existed sooner. And I'm still waiting for them to come out with a new fucking album. But on the whole, yeah, I would say that that band blew me away. Jim, I'm actually surprised you didn't know of Fate's Warning. It doesn't ring a bell. Yeah, shame on you, Jim. It's it's right in there with Sabotage and Blind Guardian. Like it would especially the parallels album it would kind of fit in there uh sonically uh, speaking did you drop a link in the uh yeah i dropped uh the the link for the 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 first video i ever uh saw them travis how about you what was the first band that blew your fucking mind i don't know no no i mean uh, early it was going to be the beatles uh i was exposed to them at such a young age and and followed their their entire discography and all of that but uh but but the one that i'm going to say is um it was it w- this one artist 
was sort of a gateway to an entire genre that I fell in love with and didn't even know existed. Um, and the artist, the guy's name was Lincoln Durham. And um, it's, yeah. it's, um, it's dark Americana um, with sort of a punk sensibility. And he's a one man band type guy. So he, he does all of it live just by, it's just him, a couple of kick drums and and his guitar and um and the doors sort of he opened like the 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 rabbit hole i went down of the genre you know it's like if you like lincoln durham you'll like you know here's five more you've never heard of and so it, it exposed me to like murder by death and shovels and rope and uh builders and the butchers and brown bird and i mean there's this whole genre of of dark americana that um that i got so into that when when i worked at the um college radio station i did my own show um every monday at midnight called sinners and snake oil and it was just that it was just this dark america so and i always had this sort of vision of a trucker just driving through i-90 in the middle of the fucking night you know, scanning channels and coming, just, just coming onto this channel and, and hearing just the weirdest dark, you know, but it's like, it, you know, it was, it was the, it was the dark side of the American dream. It was, you know, all of that stuff you went West for, but yeah, yeah. You know, your family died of dysentery and you lost your money panning for gold and you ended up starving to death on a pass because it snowed you in. And it was like, that was, that was awesome. And um, is that the playlist we, we <laughs> listen to awesome. when we're playing GTA? Yeah, so the playlist that I have, and and I'll share it with you guys. I mean, if you guys load your stuff up on the Facebook page, I'll share the the playlist. Um, uh, I the I call it um, uh, my uh, what is it? A dusted crow and my wicked soul, and it is just there's like six hundred different songs of all these different sort of dark twangy it's not country it's not folk it's not bluegrass it's not rock but it has like elements of all of it and and yeah it is not there's nothing happy in that music um but yeah if you get a chance check out lincoln durham um the the song that caught my attention was simply called sinner um and it was off his second album and it's um yeah it's it was pretty good. Caught my attention. Like stop me, stop me, and caught my attention. Uh, I just shared cool. all my like Spotify playlist <laughs> to the group. I should well, probably leave Pandora. Yeah, uh, I should probably leave Pandora behind. Songs. <laughs> yeah, and and it's yeah, literally Spotify. the biggest hodgepodge you've ever heard of music, probably. For me, uh, I have two, uh, and they are not in the metal or even like the hard rock uh let's say arena um well then you're fired jim well i mean (laughs) sorry for having more eclectic tastes um i'm with you i was at a woolworth's blew the dust off this fucking story wow uh and they had a literal bin of cassette tapes uh story checks what's out. a cassette tape 
Well, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> after the wax cylinder industry went tits up, we moved on to newer alien technology where magnified tape was used. So, thank you. I don't get to break him out often, but um, no, so <laughs> old timey prospector. I, they had a clearance bin, literally 99 cents a cassette tape. And I'm going through here and it's a lot of just shit that I'm like, why would these, you know, a lot of Christian, it's Pennsylvania. So a lot of like, you know, that sort of shit that no one wanted to buy. And so, but I came across a lot of washboard music. <laughs> no, that sounds like crazy. Uh, the album. Uh, the full album that Men Without Hats put out that Safety Dance was on. <laughs> the album yes. is called Antarctica. And it was like, I got it because I'm like, ooh, Safety Dance. I know that song. It's kind of funny and very Ren Farish and totally up my alley. So I bought it because I wanted that. And it's the very first song. So I'm like, I wonder what else is on here. And like, dude, like nothing I'd ever heard before. At first, I was like, this is not for me. But I kept listening to it like out of curiosity and it just it grew on me to such a degree where I'm like, I grew to understand, uh, to have an appreciation for music that isn't of a standard like syncopation or, you know, uh, design that it can be like, like art can be as uh, subjective and, and impressionable as, as any other medium. And uh, the other album was a, a gift that a girl I had a crush on in high school gave me. Uh, it was Harry Chapin's Greatest Stories Live. Also, wow. And that cassette tape, uh, I got, and I'm looking at this and just like, who the fuck? I don't know who this guy is. And she's like, well, he's probably most well known for Cats in a Cradle. I'm like, oh yeah, I know, again, I know that song. Which is hilarious because it's his most popular song and he never fucking wrote it. His wife did because he was such a fucking musician deadbeat on the road all the time. It's like, your kid's growing up wondering where dad's at. You know, he's like, oh, I could rhyme this and make it into a song and, and like just totally fly in the face of the point of the letter in the first place. But the emotion, it's a, it's an, it's a live album. And in my, my personal opinion, is a perfect album for me because it's hilarious his interaction with the other band members with the the guest chorus that they have for one song for um just every aspect of it uh and he's a storyteller so these songs aren't just like you know catchy with like you know guitar riffs like they take you places and they make you feel shit like Deep, you were talking about like the, the underbelly of Americana, very much the same thing where you can't not hear this song and, and not be moved in some way. So I got a question for the group. All right. Who is an artist? Who is an artist that you love that everyone else on the the program might be surprised that you like? Danny, we'll start with you. I mean, I have a lot of guilty pleasures. Like uh, an artist that I like that everyone would be surprised I like. I mean, I don't know. That's kind of hard because honestly, I don't really give a fuck what you guys think. Um, <laughs> well, it, the question is for funsies. It's yeah. It's not about if we give a fuck. It's that it's just who's someone that you listen to that we might be surprised. At. Oh, hey, he listens to that. 
Danny, if you had shame. Um, <laughs> I have but one Spice Girl song on my iPod. Respect. Um, depends one. on which one. Which one? Uh, too much. That song was a banger back in the day. Like that was my guilty pleasure back in middle school. And it was like, ooh, ooh, yeah, no, okay, that that's my jam right there. The rest of their stuff, I mean, it's catchy as fuck. I'll give it that, but it was built to be as such, so I don't feel too bad about it. Again, like you guys know that I listen to things like Madonna, Garth Brooks, Jackson, uh, Chris Gaines, Chris Gaines, Jim. And again, it's like I don't know because I listen to a lot of gangster rap, so shit like Brother Lynch hung you know, growing up, stuff like that. I got used to stuff like that. And it was never really that shocking to me because, yeah, why the fuck not? And I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to think of a band that's on my playlist that it's like, oh, well, nobody knows I like this. I'm just going to keep that shit to myself. Um, well, it's not, that's not the point of the question, though. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's really tough. I mean, like I really love some show tunes. One of my favorite show tunes to listen to, aside from Hamilton, is uh, "Fiddler on the Roof." Fucking dig that! Oh, I did know that. You and I talked about that on one of our solo casts. Exactly, Duo casts. I don't know. It, it's weird <laughs> because again, I'm I'm trying to think of all the stuff that I listen to, and trying to single out one that's something that would mm-hmm. surprise you guys which you in think fairness, i think i've just about shared every one of my guilty pleasures as well as some of my you know like if i was to go back in middle school and be like bro bro you love <clears throat> listening to this i'd be like man fuck you whatever you're full of shit jim what uh, about you yeah rock set oh, i fucking love rock set yeah. that actually doesn't Never surprise me oh, so good uh, much like Danny, I don't give a did shit. Did you say you did, you've okay. never heard of them, Samantha? Listen, Listen to, your, to heart. your heart. Listen to your oh, heart. Oh, okay. I didn't know the band name. I'm really bad He's at matching songs I like and band names from the radio days. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie. I've been wanting to meddle up a couple of their songs, but Frog Leap Studios beat me to. I love heart. them. But yeah. No, it, it must have been Love was the song that made me fall in love with Roxette. So it was like, oh my god, that song is so fucking cool. <laughs> I, I will still argue that uh, the guitar solo and "Listen to Your Heart" is one of the best from the eighties. I think that's a powerful guitar solo. Bryce, what about you? Huge crush on the guitar. Man, you guys are—you can't be surprised about anything that I listen to because I listen to everything. Oh, I know. Um, I'm disappointed you don't like in this moment, but whatever. It's okay. It's okay. Well, that's because be I have Bryce. taste. It's okay. It's okay. Different um, taste. That's all. <laughs> no, I have taste. Different taste. Sir. No, my taste correct. is correct. They're correct taste. Yes. <laughs> correct taste. Yes. All your- Thank you, Jim. <laughs> it's Thank your you. taste. I acknowledge it. It's wrong. Samantha, do you got one that, that we would be shocked by? I didn't I, give mine. Fine. Whatever. No you cares, said we wouldn't be surprised. That's so. like, I didn't get to answer the last question, Bryce, so that's fine. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I concede my time. No, I'm kidding. You go ahead. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> no, um, I listen to li- like literally everything. I listen to Taylor Swift, fucking Kesha. I gotta go, y'all. Uh, see ya. He's mad. He's mad that I listen to Taylor Swift. 
Rob T. Fuck, Swift. Now that he's gone, Swift we might be able awesome. to actually talk. I know. God, <laughs> don't talk about music with him, man. Uh, no, I listen to like literally everything. I got country on my playlist. I've got um, EDM. I got metal. I've got fucking everything. So, I think uh, I don't think that you guys will be surprised by anything I come up with, but I probably one of the least likely maybe possibly that I listen to just going through my playlist here. Um, I listen to a lot and I really enjoy Iggy Azalea. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. I didn't not know, really but like I said, either. it's not shot yet. No, I think we Iggy all know each other well me. enough that it's like, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Well, she surprised the shit out of me. Cause uh, I, I heard it was one of those things where like, I heard the name of the artist and everybody fucking talking about her. Uh, no fucking clue didn't know what she looked like and then uh, I don't know I was listening to the radio or whatever and uh, one of her songs comes on and I'm just like what the, who the fuck is who the fuck is this and then they say I'm just like oh okay yeah honestly I think she's really underrated a lot of people give her shit and they talk a lot of smack about her and I'm like but listen to her lyrics and her wordplay she's very clever so you know, like- I, you know, my problem with, <laughs> with her is the 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 choice of music to back up her songs is just it's murder on my ears. I, some, I think you're right. I think she's great, I think she's but... very clever with her wordplay and everything, mm-hmm. but the music takes me out of it. It's the same problem I have with like Ginger or, or bands like that. When when you have someone who is so phen- phenomenal vocally, and then they do something so harsh with their voice or or their choice of you know backing music or something and it just doesn't jive with me i just i can't i i'm done you know and i know a lot of people that are fans of hers i just i can't it's just it i i'm even a i I, i'm appalled to call the music she uses music because it's just it's like computer tones there's there's no there's nothing, there's no melody for me, you know, and it's a real shame because uh, like you said, I think she's fantastic. Lyrically speaking, I think she writes some great lyrics and she, she does stuff with them in the song. That's great. But because of what she does, you know, wh- what she chooses and her producers choose uh, to back it up music wise, I'm just, I'm out. I can't do it. So that's fine. Jim, do you got an embarrassing, not embarrassing, but a surprising band that I have answers to all of those. Uh, <laughs> uh, anything that you put at the end of embarrassing, I, I yes, is, is <laughs> that every single time. Uh, but no, Sam, you said you didn't get a chance to answer the the previous one. Oh, it's not that big of a deal. But does anyone remember what the um, previous one was? It was what what band did you ever did you hear for the first time that you were just like whoa like can't get enough of and yes oh i guess like in my early days the first two bands that came to mind was orgy and evanescence once i heard both of them i was just like oh my god and i just i loved them i can't get enough of them and then recently i learned of a band that i listened to quite a bit it's called the pretty reckless and then you know those are just like i just can't Love the pretty get reckless. enough of them. Yeah, the pretty reckless is great. And once I, the very oh god, what is that song called? It's their their biggest 
song of theirs and I heard it for the first time and like the very first sound is the school bell and then that the and then the music oh heaven knows yes and I was like (gasps) fucking heaven knows is amazing song (laughs) I was like what is this because I had just something on random like because you like same with Spotify you put like um this type of music like and it goes to this radio station and then it came up on a random shuffle and I was like I need to listen to everything this band has ever done so (laughs) but yeah so those are mine. I uh, I watched. Well, I was obviously a huge fan of movies because it was you know we didn't have the internet yet. So, uh, I bought. I was huge soundtrack head. Every time, but uh, my favorite movie was available on VH, VHS, of course. Uh, I go out and get it, but I would also get the soundtrack usually to tide me over. And so I could usually save up to buy or, or bootleg the VHS tape. So uh, like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Bogus Journey, both of those. Um, and so a lot of, a lot of you know, compilation type uh, cassettes like that. But the ones that I also got uh, that were just instrumental, like the Aliens soundtrack, where it's all instrumental and it's like, if you never thought in your life that an orchestra pit could fucking terrorize you, I will give you my cassette tape. You're going to have to break into a museum to find something to play it on, but I guarantee you it will scare the piss out of you to this day. Travis? Um, embarrassing or shocking? Because I don't... I More shocking. I li- I listen to everything. I there's nothing that I I think that I could say I listen to that that, that would shock anybody. Um, Limbaugh's uh, liberal Christmas. That would if I had it, but man, those are hard to come by these days. Um, I got a copy if you want one. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I think that like if I have a like total basic bitch guilty pleasure. <laughs> like, oh my God, don't, I, I won't play it around anybody who could hear it. The windows will be up in the car. It, fucking train. I listen to train. <laughs> that is, that is a total, like straight up soul sister fucking ukulele train. Um, yeah, not proud of it. This. Not proud of it Travis. at all. It's not your yeah. fault, Travis. I know. Fault. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. It's Jupiter. It drops to Jupiter, baby. That's what. It, that's her fault. That's where it started. God yeah. damn it! Show us on the doll <laughs> where Train touched you. Yeah. My heart. Right God in the feels. In right, the feels. Right here. Um, yeah. Well, but but Jim, you brought up something with the soundtrack stuff. So best soundtrack you've ever owned Ooh. for anybody. Men in Black. I yeah. listened to that thing on fucking repeat. <laughs> that was a good one. Yo, I had that too. It is strange. Nice Beginning to end. Tribe Called Quest song on there. Fucking the or- Strange Land. The original Crow soundtrack. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I was bastard out. <laughs> oh. James, which was yours? Strange Land. D. Snyder's Strange Land? Yeah. Uh, stay away from Captain Howdy. <laughs> Fucking mixes of like original work and then like people doing covers of Twisted Sister songs. 
Oh, and then it was the first the first time that Twisted Sister had reunited. Yes. Because uh, they reu- reunited and did a song for that soundtrack, and that's what got them back together and on the road again. Yeah, uh, the money, the money. I mean. Well, yeah. We made a song, you guys. We should totally get back together. <laughs> hey, what's all this money doing here? I guess we'll just take it. Well, actually, uh, su- surprising, J.J. Uh, French, the guitar player for Twisted Sister, was fine money-wise. He was he produced Seven Dust's first album and a, a bunch of others them. of those uh, mid-'90s metal bands. Like, he's a... Nicest people. He was a huge producer in the 90s for hard rock and metal guys. So Those are great. That and The Crow. Those are great fucking soundtracks. Bryce, you front, got a soundtrack? Start to front. Ooh, um, I know I I know I have other ones, but I can't think of them offhand. But I fucking love the Interstellar soundtrack. Oh, I just thought of another one. And yeah. Travis, you'll back me up on this. Uh, <laughs> Assassin's Creed 4. That's an yeah. amazing soundtrack. Yeah. Got one that we can all just... Mortal Kombat. Oh. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm out on that one. So I have a friend have that. that has to listen yeah, to that Kombat. album once a day, or she's just like not right. Like still to this day, the, the 95 one. <laughs> she listens to it apparently. All her husband was telling was telling Ryan about this, but like she listens to it like every day. Who would be wondering? It's awesome. How is how can one song fill an entire CD? Well, 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 my friend. <laughs> the character select screen. Yeah, every right. main character in the goddamn Mortal Kombat game gets their own jam, baby. So That's dumb, right. I I am gonna say that kids' movies do probably have the best soundtracks. There's some really good ones. Mm. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Um Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Moana. Moana's wonderful music in moana yeah i wasn't a fan of the movie as a whole but the music was wonderful uh, they the breakfast released club. Uh, breakfast club was okay I, believe it or not i actually think that the lesser known some kind of wonderful soundtrack was better <laughs> that was a that was a great sound but way back in the day back in the cassette world where we're from uh <laughs> TV shows sometimes put out soundtracks too, and Miami Vice put out a soundtrack. Yeah, um, they put had, out a soundtrack per season. Well, but the big one, it was the one that had uh, "You Belong to the City" by Glenn Fry. It had you "Going Back to Cali" um, by uh, 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 LL Cool J. Um, um, the extended intro yeah. theme. Yep, and then it had uh, oh, uh, Public Enemy, Bring the Noise was on that soundtrack. Um, yeah, it was just, it was, and then of course Phil Collins in the air tonight. But, but yeah, the Eddie and the Cruiser soundtrack was fucking badass. Dogs are coming now, nothing is real. But you had to get it with the um, (laughs) because they changed it. The original one had um. Had that song that uh, in the movie like ended up getting the record company to dump right. it. They changed it. They took that song off. So if you can find the original with with the, uh, I think it's called the Fire Suite or something like that. So uh, funny story. Flew into Vegas once. 
didn't get just missed the shuttle to the hotel and we're like fuck it we're here we want to get to the hotel so hired one of those street side limos guy ends up being the former bass player for john cafferty and the beaver <laughs> brown band holy shit it's like dude so how the, so- oh you weren't even mighty so you didn't fall that far really <laughs> Still. more of a cursory move to live yeah <laughs> Had to keep so, the J job, huh? I will say that of the soundtracks that I that I had and listened to quite frequently, uh, Sleepless in Seattle had a few songs mm. on it. Specifically, mm. Louis Armstrong singing Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Oh, yeah. Like, gut punch to the umph degree. That man's voice, much like Nat King Cole, could just melt fucking steel. It could have been the six packs of filterless camels they smoke today. <laughs> I'm not here to judge. I'm yeah. just saying I knows me uh, some good music when I hears it. And I will throw in the original 1971 London recording of Jesus Christ Superstar. The one where Ian Gillen plays Jesus, the guy who was the lead singer for Deep Purple. He plays Jesus. That 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 fucking album and, and what's really funny is every Jesus to play it since has played Jesus as a pussy. But Ian Gillen played him like a fucking rock star. And it has never been as good since. The Queen of the Damn soundtrack. That movie sucked, but the soundtrack was amazing. Slapped, yeah. So, um, and also reboot right. the genetic opera. Yes, so one song for everyone. I, I, ah, I just hit my microphone. One of like, if you had to leave today and tell people one all time favorite song, just one, what would you put out into the world? Can't do it. Just one. Yes, can't you can. Nope. Can't do it. Wait, I'm like, I'm going to save the play. I'm like taking the nuke. <laughs> the, the alien to leave the audience with one of your all-time favorite songs. Like what? Oh, shit. Obeyance by Bellacore. Hmm. Uh, Soul Shine by Government Mule, but the version you want is off the live album with a little help from our friends. Probably circa 1998. Jukebox Hero by Foreigner. Oh. One of my all-time favorites. Uh, shit. I mean, as there's so many to fucking choose from. If I'm going out like a rock star, like I'm in a ship in the in an orbit that's decaying. <laughs> and like the shields are fucked and like there's fire on board somehow <laughs> um i want to go out with something you know fucking like like uh was it uh thunder kiss 65 oh God damn, uh, great fucking choice fucking iggy pop doing the fucking voiceover <laughs> yeah you know, something like that to just get you revved up and going hey, see now i want to you know fly a ship into a decaying orbit uh, I'm going to go with uh, one of my all-time favorites because it blends two genres of music so beautifully, and that is Gutter Ballet by Sabotage. 
you get fucking classical music and you get some serious metal and it's one of Chris Olivia's finest works. So awesome. going out like, so we could do this a number of different ways. We could say, if you're leaving the earth as a hero, like, you know, super fucking like rot, like you're, you're strapped onto a nuke or whatever, like in uh, uh, the end of Dr. Strangelove, you know, one of those kind of moments um, that, that kind of song that, that you go out with. Travis, what would you throw out? Oh my God. Chance to think. Uh, if I'm, if I'm going out like that, whew, um, great topic, Sam. Something, maybe something like Swamp Song off Undertow. You know, if I'm going out, I want to take everybody with me. You know, yeah. so something like that. Okay. Um, I I always loved um in the original heavy metal cartoon from like was late seventies, early eighties or whatever, with like the, the rotoscoping or whatever. But when I heard Sammy Hagar doing uh heavy metal, just like it's your one way ticket to men. I'm just like, okay, I'm in a car with no brakes and we're just we're go I got Thelma's hand in mine and we're going over the cliff. <laughs> yeah. We're going together. Fuck it. If if I'm going out you know, in a blaze of glory like that, I want fucking wasps. Bon Jovi. <laughs> take the addiction. Yeah, there's that. You said wasps take the addition? Take the addiction. Addiction. Okay. I think going out, like leaving as a hero, like, mm, like the first thing that came to my mind and why I got excited because it's my other all time favorite song is Queen. The show right must here. go on. Oh. I have and such like my heart. Speaking of soundtracks, that it's a kind of magic, which was the Highlander. soundtrack to the Highlander. Fuck yes, Jesus! Fucking great soundtrack, Bryce. You're uh, you're going out song. You said, Ooh. or well, you said one of them. That was the one to share. If I was going out. The soundtrack to your your riding the rocket. Hmm. That's a tough one. Or Imagine Dragons Warriors. That's a great song. Why can't we probably have to be a Slayer song? Why can't we just <laughs> just to give Jim the willies? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Who would I go with? Or what song would I go with? Well, That's while Bryce is, is thinking of that, I got one more question, then we should call it. Uh, and this question is same thing. The one song you want to play when the world's going down because you fucked up, like you oh. accidentally leaned on that. Don't don't push this button button. Ooh, um... Well, at that point, I would have ah. zero shame. I would play Train Soul Sister because <laughs> at that point there is nothing left to worry about. <laughs> Oh, the world's blown up. That's true. (laughs) My choice would be Postmortem by Slayer. Your glory song? Yeah. Okay, now what about your stupid song? Like, I fucked up. Oh, um, uh, fuck. 
That's a good dare, choice. Yeah. Dare to be stupid, Weird Al. Yeah. <laughs> it's a mistake. Men at work. <laughs> Everybody hurts by REM. Mm. Everybody cries. Love yeah. Me Dead by Ludo. Oops, I did it again. Oh, oh I was right there the whole time. <laughs> Fuck. Sorry seems to be the hardest word, Elton John. <laughs> Sometimes goodbye is a second chance. <laughs> I do something goofy. It's the end of the world, the world as, as we know it. it. <laughs> I feel fine. Actually, the the one I, I think I'd like to play if I just screwed up and the world was going to end. Uh, Trooper, raise a little hell. There you go. Just, just a little. Yeah. A responsible the, uh, amount. <laughs> like playing, like playing Doom on e- beginner. Like just a little help, just a little bit of help. I'm thinking. Raise a little help. Oh, there's there's a couple songs I'm looking at. One of them being um, just because it makes me happy, and it's another one of my favorites is "Renegade" by Styx. We're all gonna die anyway. Um, But I think I would go out like I like Bryce's idea of go out on something a little goofy and just a little like, well, um, I would probably blast because I'm awesome by the Dolly Rots. Uh, <laughs> I might go ironic and, and do everything is awesome from the Lego movie. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, what is it? Humble by uh, the Lonely Island. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on a boat. There we go. <laughs> Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> okay, everyone. This has been right. fun. We have no episode title. Fuck it. Um, Thanks, Danny. You're welcome. <laughs> Music and other shit. Um, <laughs> what do you guys think of playing uh, another round of Pitch Slap next week? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm down. Danny will be... Uh, Danny won the last round, so he will be the judge this time. Um, so collect your movie titles, send them to me, and I'll get them over to Danny for next week. Sounds like a plan, Stan. You guys have a fantastic week. We'll talk to you all next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Not Another Podcast. There are so many places for you to find us outside of www.notanotherpodcast.com. For instance, you can find us on Facebook at Not Another Podcast. You can also find us on Tumblr at www.notanotherpodcast.tumblr.com. You can also find me, Samantha Stark, on Twitter at SamanthaStark3. And you can find James on Twitter as well under James Spooky, spelled with an I-E, not a Y. And you wanted it. You asked for it. You got it. You can also find us now on iTunes under, you guessed it, Not Another Podcast. We'll talk to you soon. Peace out, Not Another Podcasters.